First of all, though, racing today uh, heads to uh, Mornington. John Sadler's taking Starry Legend and Cheerful Legend to the uh, races today, both kicking off their preparations. John, good morning. Good morning, Brendan. Two very nice Colts making their uh, return to the track today. Starry Legend had a really good first preparation. How's he come back for his first up run today? He seems pretty good. It's been... um I don't know whether you've noticed or not, but I've scratched him a couple of times, Brendan. Um, just really struggling to get the weight off him. And um, it's, it's just taken this long to actually have him reasonably fit. Um, he's going to, I know it's an old cliche and punters probably hate hearing it, but he's going to improve off whatever he does today. But I, I thought he was fit enough to be very hard to beat. With those, uh, with the expected uh, bitterness and fitness coming, would have we got any uh, aspirations for him throughout the spring? Well, we we, we have. I mean, um, he showed that he was very good first up. His probably performance wasn't quite as good when he won the uh, the big Vobus Gold race at at Bendigo, and then he was a bit disappointing his third run. He, he may well have had enough by then. Um, we've always thought he was, uh, you know, a pretty smart horse. And um, if he's anywhere near the, the horse I think he is, he'd be very hard to beat. And, and we hope that maybe, I'm not saying he's up to a Coolmore or anything like that, and, and more than likely he's not, but he might be in that second tier. So um, we'll just see how he goes today and feel our way with uh, where we head with him. Cheerful Legend also makes his racetrack return today. He's got some pretty good form lines through the likes of Lightsaber and, uh, and Micro. He went to the Sire's last preparation and was beaten just under two lengths from uh, from Lightsaber. So some pretty strong form lines uh, there through his first prep. John, how's he come back? Yeah, really good. Lovely, straightforward colt. Um, really nice horse to train. Uh, what you see is what you get. Um I would have thought, I mean, I, I, don't, I doubt if he can probably beat um, Mike Moroney's horse, but um, he won't be far away, Brendan. He won't be far away, and uh, he's had a couple of jump, good jump-outs, and um, uh, once again will improve on today's run, but he is ready to go and ready to be very competitive. Leaning to Starry Legend, best of the pair? Yeah, he would be, he'd be the best of the he's, he's the better horse of the two, Brendan. Best of luck today, John. Thanks, mate. John Sadler taking Starry Legend and Cheerful Legend to uh, Mornington today. Robbie Griffiths has got uh, trucks going in different directions, uh, first of which, morning to you, Robbie. Morning, Brendan. Lady Doro makes her way to uh, to Mornington today with uh, with Max Allen aboard. Uh, how's she come through her last start run? Yeah, really well. She uh, wasn't sort of fully tested getting to the line. She was crowded and... Probably could have run a little better than fourth, but um, so she's coming through the run really well and uh, held together terrific in training. So fingers crossed today we can get a little bit more opportunity in uh, in running. And uh, a couple heading to Benalla with the the meeting held over uh, from Friday. Wine from Tears and uh, Galingi. Uh, first of all, uh, Wine of Tears. Did they uh, did they get a trial look at the uh, the highway to Benalla on Friday, Robbie? They got up there and were at the races and had a look around, so they'll be familiar when they uh, rock up today. And uh, so um, she's in good order. She was uh, 
she was good returning at Echuca, a little bit stiff on the uh, corner, ran into a few traffic uh, congestion there. So she's trained well since then. There's a few unknowns in the race with the uh, first starters that, uh, that are in the betting and have trialled well. So it looks to be a competitive sort of a race. But uh, based on the strength of her form last uh, campaign and the way she's prepped up and the way she ran on, on returning, you would think if she gets the right uh, luck in running, she's certainly going to be in the mix in, in, in this race. So uh, with a bit of luck, it plays out that way. And uh, and Galingi, well, he uh, he was very good returning. Uh, we rode him out the back and he ran on strong on the soft ground. Uh, I think we rode him too close last start and to the, the inside barrier, he ended up sort of using it a bit too early in the race, and he was quite disappointing, to be fair. Um, we're going to ride him out the back, and uh, we believe he's a horse that'll run a staying distance. So we're not going to use the inside barrier uh, at all. We're going to just snag him out the back and try and teach him to run on from the back of the field. He does train like he can uh, adapt to that style, but um, we'd like to see him run like he did on the on his return run. So he's a little bit cautious, that one. But uh, certainly Wine from Tears should give us a good performance. How's Daily Bugle come through? He's running the Stutt Stakes on Friday night. Terrific. Yeah, he's come through the run really well. He was uh, he was good in the feed bin. He was quite bright uh, Saturday morning. And, uh, um, yeah, really happy with him. So very pleased. And I thought the run was, was very good, considering he got a little bit awkward on the first corner there. And then... He ended up sort of being one pair back where we wanted to be. We wanted to really be in the 1-1 so we could pounce at the right stage of the race. And just sitting that extra pair back, we ended up being flushed wide before the corner. And, you know, for a small field, he ended up having to work a lot harder than we we had planned, especially his first run at the 1600, this uh, this racing campaign, knowing that we believe that he's got a little uh, a little bit of improvement in him, which you, which you need to have if you're going to go to a the next level of racing, and uh, which he, he has to rise again. So uh, all, all things uh, put together, we were very, very pleased, and uh, and we'll push forward with optimism that he's, he's somewhere in the mix. So uh, it was a pretty good run. Best of the three going to the races today, Robbie? One from Tears, it, uh, certainly is the, the best of the two, Penella and Lady Dora, if she gets her... Um, you know, she's, she, she's a reliable one because she's in a right grade, so she's the best of our three. Good luck today and best of luck with Daily Bugle throughout the rest of the spring, Robbie. Good day, Brendan. Thank you. Robbie Griffiths there with his three runners today going to uh, Mornington and also Benalla. Harry White's been a busy man, almost co-hosting today with the three previews. The first meeting we're going to take a look at is the meeting at Mornington. Harry, good morning. Good morning, Brendan. The uh, program at morning today. Mornington today, first of all, how have we found that one? Yeah, it looks a good card. A um, couple of shorties going around that I think will be winning, but there's one in the last I'm keen on at a price, so fingers crossed. First event on the program is over 2,400 metres. It's a benchmark 70. Uh, there are no scratchings from this event. Border Lester, the rider you need. There is John Allen from the top tab. Fixed odds, Print Ziggy, $3.80. King's full five. $6.00 Montabot. He's a Fox 7.50. Rudimental eight. Mr Mischief at $9.00. Blandford Lad, Border Lester at 14 How do we sort them out in the opener? Well, we jump. Two runs back, and Kingsfull and Prince Ziggy contested the same race at Caulfield. Kingsfull probably should have won or gone close to, ended up finishing last after being held up and completely untested to the line. 
the weight swing between the pair favours Prince Ziggy, as does the market slightly, but I think Kingsfull can be more prominent here and can win. Prince Ziggy in for second. No real knock. Josh Richards' three-kilo claim is good. He's a fox. Beat home Kingsfull two runs back, so he can tie the form in. But either side of that effort forms a little bit iffy. And then Montebont, the New South Wales Raider, goes in as next best for me. 2173. 2173 from Harry. I'm going to stick with Print Ziggy here. Uh, he's racing in uh, in really good fettle. Uh, had a good battle with Turidan there at Caulfield in the race Harry referenced where Kingsfall didn't see the uh, the greatest of luck and then he went to Swan Hill last time. Uh, conceded weight to uh, Tramansour who's a really nice up and coming stayer. He tried hard there but just couldn't get the upper hand in the Murray Mallee Stayer Series final. Uh, he's ticking over lovely Print Ziggy. I think he can win this today. Kingsfall, uh, solid at Flemington last time, out no luck at Caulfield and Sandown in the runs prior to that. Uh, going to put Rudem into Lynn. He was able to find some form again on some dry ground at Cranbourne in a 64 last time. He gets dry ground again today and then Montebot down from Sydney for uh, for Matthew Smith. One, two, four and three for mine in race number one. Race number two on the program is the Mount Popper handicap for the Phillies and Mares. A benchmark 70 over 1,500. 11 and 12 come out here. Groovy kind of Love is the favourite at three sixty. Be amazing six dollars. Lady Doro at seven eight fifty. My diamonds galore. Liali eight fifty. Minyinga nine ten dollars for plucky pirouette. I thought that this was a bit of a tricky race to work out. After much deliberation, I have landed on the favourite groovy kind of love. Jump out win back in August looked good, as did her most recent trial. Kicking straight off over fifteen hundred metres, I think, will prove to be advantageous. Trainer-jockey combo is profitable, and she should park one off just behind the speed, so gets the gun run. Meany, number two, looks over the odds. Race wide, second up, still stuck on OK. Blinkers back on, back against the girls are both pluses. She'd won two on the trot prior to last start. That reads well. Be amazing. It's been back in the trials after a first-up win. She's two from three at track and trip, albeit in 58 grade. My Diamonds Galore has jumped out good as well. Eight, two, six, five. Eight, two, six, and five from Harry. I'm going with eight groovy kind of love as well. Uh, and be got a, a little bit of time for. She goes straight to 1500 metres. She's going to get a nice run off the back of her stable mate, Liale, you would think. And uh, she'll be tough at the, uh, the back end. Eight on top to beat number two, Meany. Gets the blinkers, comes back in, uh, goes up in grade, uh, slightly, but does have the low draw to offset that. I think, uh, she can uh, bounce back very quickly. Uh, seven, Liale comes back in grade. Nice claim can control the race from the front if circumstances do uh, fall her way and Lady Doro didn't uh, have the best of luck at Cranbourne last time out. She can more than improve there. 8, 2, 7 and 4 for mine in race number 2 on the program. On to the third. This is uh, a benchmark 70 over 1,000 metres. 3 and 11 come out. Right as you need. 4, Catitude Alana Kelly and 12, Larry at Jai McNeil. Tab Fixdod's favourite here is seven starry legend John Sadler saying there, there's fitness to come, but uh, he's expecting a, a forward showing today, resuming $2.60. The Billionaire, 320 on Defence at $18. Lariat, Kiati at 14 Kingston Amber, 14 and Hums a $16 chance. Well, fingers crossed he's fit enough, Brendan, because Starry Legend is my best of the day, and I'd already had a bet prior to John jumping on the line. So he has speed to burn, kicked off his career with two wins, was in the market in the showdown last prep, was slow to recover there. So I'm forgiving him that. Recent jump out was good. Maddie Cartwright, two kilo claim. That's just a bonus. 
He probably leads. I just say catch him if you can. Lariat, I thought, seemed over the odds. She should appreciate a fast speed, be doing her best work late. The billionaire, one, two trials leading into this. Will want to go forward, probably parks off Starry Legend. Uh, there is speed to his inner, so whether he gets across without working too much is the question for me. And then Rock Tycoon has been racing well without winning. 7, 12, 8, and 2. 7, 12, 8, and 2 from Harry. I'm going with number 8, the billionaire. Uh, I like this fellow. He's trialled up nicely. Fresh winner last time in. Uh, if Starry Legend just might be needing that run and the billionaire can get across, he's going to take a stack of running down uh, over the 1,000 metres first up. 8 on top for me. 7, Starry Legend in for second. Has jumped out well. John mentioning this morning that he's just taken a little bit to get the weight off him, but expects a forward showing, and you'd expect that after the form through his first preparation to Rock Tycoon has a big weight but is racing really consistent, consistently and was only beaten two lengths in a benchmark 90 last time out at Mooney Valley and then number 9 Yulon Defence who comes back from a break 8, 7, 2 and 9 for mine in race number 3 Onto the fourth on the program. This race over 2,000 metres. It's a benchmark 70. Scratchings here are 2, 4, 6 and 11. Jake Noonan on to 9. Matthew Cartwright on to 12. Noble Heights is the favourite here at 260. Herman Hess at $3.40. Angelic Cent $4.40. Uh, My Demetra at $5. Florida Dreams laying in the sky, both at 16 Harry. I agree with the market here. Naturally, I think Noble Heights is very well placed up and tripping back in grade after doing enough first up at Hillside. Should go forward from the inside draw. Doesn't need to lead, so should get the gun run. He's a stakes-grade stayer. I think best efforts are clearly good enough. Herman Hess... Good win at Warwick Nabeel, uh, narrowly defeating Stars of Karam. I'd say there's still improvement to come, only being third up, and he offsets a big weight allocation with Josh Richards riding and claiming three kilos. He might just be weighted to win. Mm. Angelic Sense strips fitter, second up. This trip is unknown. And then my Demetra went down as odds on fave last start, but was luckless in the run. Seven one nine ten. 7, 1, 9 and 10 from Harry. I'm with one, Herman Hess. Uh, first up run at Ballarat was really good in track record time. I uh, thought he did a good job there and then uh, was dominant at Warwick Nabil winning uh, their second up from a break. The claim gets him in nicely for Josh Richards. I think he just might be uh, have the runs under his belt and just might have the measure of Noble Heights who's second up. He was solid behind B Tempted. She's come out and run well uh, yesterday. 10 goes in for third. That's my Demetra. Harry touched on her. Doesn't have the greatest winning strike rate. Came down from Sydney to run at Mornington uh, last time out. And uh, I think she's still trying to get out there. And then five Florida Dreams that uh, come through the same race as Herman Hess at, uh, at Warwick Neville. Was beaten three and a half lengths by him. If there is some speed, he can uh, really finish it off strongly. Uh, one, seven, ten and five for me in race number four. Race fives are Phillies and Mares Benchmark 70. This race over 1,200 metres. Scratchings here are 6, 9, 10 and 12. The rider for number four, Energy Within, is Damien Oliver. There's a few riding changes across both Victorian venues today with the uh, Benalla meeting being switched. Favourite here is Steinem at $2.50. Zoo Shine 6, Energy Within, $6.50. Brazen Song at 8, 9.50. Jude Star, the sisters at $9.50 and $10 for Miss Starway, Harry. I have landed on Brazen Song. Jumped away awkwardly first up here over a 1,000 from a sticky gate, so just raced upside down. Certainly did enough to my eye. 
Low draw means she probably leads. Did that second up a track and trip last prep and beat all bar fundraiser, which is obviously a good form reference. Will Price shaves a bit of weight off her back. I think she just gets every chance, and we can get a nice enough price. Steinem, clearly, well, probably the best horse in the race based on her first prep. But 1,200 at Mornington, I'm just not so sure. She'll get back, watch for her doing her best work late. Energy within, one nicely first up at track and trip. I think she could measure up here. Uh, I had Beatrix in. I think that might have been a late scratching, but she wasn't going in my quaddy anyway. Zushine in for fourth now. Maddie Lloyd claiming three kilos, fourth up fit. Two, three, four, one. Two, three, four, and one from Harry. Two, three, one, and four for me. I'm with Brazen Song. She's got a good record here. Uh, she stays at benchmark 70. She's got a much better draw this time. She trialled up nicely before going to Sandown, and she couldn't get on the speed that day. Much better suited when she can get up close to the lead. Three, Steinem in for second. She resumes her trial. Was good. Just wondering if the 1,200 might be a bit sharp for her. Zushine comes through where a race, the same race as Brazen Song at Sandown in for third and then number four energy within was a solid return in winning a benchmark 64 here two three one and four my selections in race number five as we move on to race number six the Anset classic uh, there is an important late scratching here de graves was a late scratching this morning at 750 on vets advice so Favourite comes out of the race and, and really blows this one open now. Tab fixed odds favourite is Luna Flair at $3.10. High Emotion, $3.50. Uh, Pesto, $5.50. Bedford, $6.50. The Good Fight at 8 Actow, 14 Good Idea at $18. Who's your selection in the Ansett Classic, Harry? I think, Brendan, if you're willing to put a pen through the last run of High Emotion and the ground was apparently too firm for her and the tempo didn't suit, then prior form reads... Really well for this, in my opinion anyway. She's been fresh in between runs. Uh, the stable did that twice last prep, and she won post-fresh in both times, both over this trip. Nicely weighted, gets the gun run. Luna Flair just edged out by Turidan last time. Just worry about the start. She could be giving away, but maybe not so much in a small field. Pesto sparks my interest enough to think he's a genuine chance. So into the quaddy we go, and then Bedford next best. Five, seven, eight, six. Five seven eight six from uh, Harry. I'm going to go with Luna Flair. I was concerned whether or not she'd be able to make the the transition up in trip, and she proved that she could with her run at Flemington. She chased really well behind Turidan there. I think when it comes down to it at the end, uh, maybe good idea might be the one to take it up and try and get them rolling. And I think with the the 54 kilos, she might be able to uh, to charge lane and win. She can make a long sustained run. The good fight goes in for second. Has had his run spaced. Had the speed against him last time when he was beaten by Chabelle there at Flemington. Six Bedford is continuing to uh, to run on strongly and then five high emotion. Third up she can uh, really improve and uh, and get herself into calculations here. 4165 for mine in race number six. Race number seven is named after high emotion. It's over the 1200 metres of benchmark 70 with draws from this event are one, four, five, six, eight. 10 and 13. The Tab Fixed Odds favourite is Snapper at $2.20. Hickok, $4.20. Cheerful Legend, $4.60. Sultan C, $4.80. Address Melbourne at 15 Thunder Pace at 41 Unshackled, $126. even after the scratchings. I think that's pretty fair. Snapper did everything but win first up at Hillside. Should derive benefit from that run. As well as appreciating 1200 Weights kept relative with Stockdale claiming two kilos. Drawn to do no work for the front. 
It'd be very hard for them to get past him, I'd think. Cheerful legend with the featherweight after Maddie Cartwright's claim showed plenty of talent as a two-year-old. Maps to take the sit just off snapper. Salton C next best in the quaddie. Um, then Hickok, 2-14, 9-11. from Harry. Uh, I'm with Snapper here. I thought he was the best of the day. Just missed it. Sand down behind Twister Fury. First up is a second up winner. Tom Stockdale takes the claim. I think he's going to be mighty hard to hold out. Salton C goes in for second. He's been costly both runs. His preparation uh, had his chance at a chuka and then again uh, a Mornington Energy with him was able to uh, to charge past him uh, last time out, uh, but he can run well, and, and third up, you'd think he'd be fitter. Address Melbourne, number seven, has been trialling up really nicely for his return. Uh, is only a 66 rater, so is taking a bit of a step up in trip, but wasn't beaten all that far in the Greys race at Flemington uh, last spring, and then we go to uh, number 11, Hickok. Uh, 29711 for mine in race number seven. Final event on the program on Ansett Classic Day is a benchmark 70 over 1,500 metres. Scratchings here at 2, 6 and 9. Tab fixed odds favourite is Deep Strike at 3.80. The Brumby at 4, Brian Epstein 8. Franco Garrardi, uh, Francesco Garrardi at $8.50. Akachita at 10. Holster 10. Eugene's Forest 12. And Sebrate is a $13 chance with Typhoon Harmony, Harry. Francesco Gardi for me, Brendan. He's having his first start in Australia for Chris Waller. I love the way he moved in a recent jump out. Overseas form, solid enough. My thinking is that Brett Preble, he's only got one other ride early on in the card. He's sticking around until the last to ride this horse, and he's in flying form. Speaking of form, the Brumby chasing a hat-trick after two on the trot. Generally gives away a head start, so watch for him late. Brian Epstein, I expected odds first up. He did enough, gets Ollie on now, should derive benefit from that run. And Deep Strike generally fires first up, has good form references to deservedly in the market. 11, 8, 4, 10. 11, 8, 4 and 10 in the last time with number 11 as well, Franco we uh, Girardi. <laughs> He's got uh, form over shorter trips at, uh, in, U- in the UK and uh, he was stretched out his last preparation but uh, really liked the way he jumped out at Flemington last time. Uh, 10 in for second deep strike. Uh, he resumes, thought his trial was okay. Just wonder if uh, he's sharp enough at this trip. Uh, eight, the Brumbies after a hat-trick has no weight but comes onto some firmer ground. And then 13, the local holster. Uh, 11, 10, 8 and 13, uh, my selections in the final event on the program. Harry, your best value, Cordy, and play for Mornington, please. Uh, make my best race three, number seven, Starry Legend. The value, best value in the last race eight, number 11, Francesco Gardi. Quaddy, first leg, two, three, four. Second leg, five, seven, eight. Third leg, two, nine, 14. Last leg, four, eight, 10, 11. Play of the day, I'll have an all up. Race four, number seven, Noble Heights. Into race seven, number two, Snapper. Best of luck with your Mornington form guide, Harry. Don't go too far away. We'll be back to have you take us through the Banella Cup program on the other side of Ralphie talking footy. Brendan. My best bet is race seven, number two, Snapper. I think he'll be winning today. Value race five, number two, Brazen Song for the Quaddy. First leg, one, two, three, and four. Into two, four, five, and six. Into two, seven, and nine. Into eight, ten, eleven, and thirteen. Uh, play of the day, going to go race one, number one, Prince Ziggy into race seven, uh, number two, Snapper.